confirmation bias. Talk to us about yeah. that. What is that? So, yeah, this is one of the many uh, psychological conditions that we live with, whether we're aware of them or not. So, so what is confirmation bias? Basically, confirmation bias is our tendency to cherry-pick information that confirms our existing beliefs or ideas. Mm. Um, confirmation bias explains why two people uh, with opposing, totally different to opposing viewpoints on a certain topic can look at the same evidence or information and walk away feeling that that information validated their opinion, even though their opinion uh, the two opinions are opposed. And, and this, this cognitive bias is, is most pronounced in the case of ingrained ideological or emotionally charged views. So obviously politics, uh, you know, if you've been on Twitter recently, or there's a yep. hashtag going on there, and, you know, <laughs> uh, politics, religion, and obviously in tonight's case, we'll be talking about money, money and investing. Uh, the biases that exist, and they card our decision-making. And, and one can also describe it as the difference between the desire to be right and the desire to have been right. These are two different desires, and the sooner we separate them, the better off will be. So, so what do I actually mean by that? Because that's, that's, that, that can be a bit of a confusing statement. Yeah. The desire to be right is the thirst for truth. Yeah. Uh, on all accounts, both practical and theoretical, there's nothing but good to be said for it. Yeah. But the desire to have been right, on the other hand, is the pride that goeth before the fall. It mm. stands in the way of us actually seeing that we were wrong and thus blocks the progress of our knowledge and our ability to fix uh, what is wrong or, or, or the gap that exists in our knowledge. And, and Warren Buffett want to put it in this way is to say that what human what what the human being is best at doing is interpreting all new information so that their prior conclusions remain intact. We want to see the world in a certain way and we seek out knowledge that confirms that bias and we shun away or neglect new information that requires us to question our viewpoints that requires us to actually question how we see the world. And why does this actually happen? The tendency to confirm existing beliefs rather than questioning them or seeking new ones, uh, new beliefs is actually human nature. Uh, our use of this cognitive shortcut is actually very understandable because evaluating evidence especially when it comes to complicated or unclear evidence, this requires a great deal of mental energy, requires a great deal of effort. And our brains are designed in such a way that they want to take shortcuts because this saves the time that's actually needed to make decisions, especially when we're under pressure. And the problem with modern society, uh, a problem that many evolutionary scientists have pointed out, is that our brains, our minds are ill-equipped or they're unequipped to handle the modern world. So, so why do I say this? For most of human history, people actually experienced very little new information during their lifetimes. Yeah. Decisions tended to be largely 
based on uh, on survival. Yes. You see a lion, you run. You know, you yes. don't wait to confirm if this lion will actually eat you. You see it, you run. Yeah. It's a decision. It's a survival decision. Yeah. But in modern society, with social media, with TV, the internet, uh, you know, endless books. This year, you must read 200 books so that you can be a CEO. Yeah. We are constantly receiving new information, yeah. and we must make numerous complex choices each day. And this obviously you, is you sounding you sounding like you're just saying yeah, we're just plain old lazy, man. No, it's it's it's, it's you know if you think of your brain, yeah. uh, um, your brain is designed to protect you in yeah. many different ways, and this yeah. is a protection mechanism. Yeah. You know, your brain will never say to you, "Do you stupid?" Mm. You know. It won't because that'll that'll hurt your feelings. And sure. your, your brain is designed to protect you. So what yes. your brain will do will say, "This is our lived experience. This yes. is how we perceive the world," and it will help you to seek out information that consistently confirms your view of the world. That consistently confirms your bias. We give special weight to information that allows us to come to the yeah. conclusion that we want to reach yeah so it's, yeah. it's not about being lazy it's okay. just we, we are we are wired in this way yeah and accepting information that confirms our beliefs is easy uh and it requires little men- mental energy and contradicting information causes us to shy away and we look for a reason to discard it contradicting information requires us to stop and actually think and this is why confirmation bias actually exists. Absolutely. I, I, I deal with conversations on this platform that reveal confirmation bias on a daily basis and do, and it can mm. get a little bit uh, exhausting. But yeah, yeah I, I, I immediately uh, <laughs> recognize what you're talking about when people will, will, will refuse almost to look at the obvious Maybe sometimes it isn't so obvious if your bias is so deeply entrenched about any particular thing, but people will refuse to see the very objective truth that stares them in the face only to seek an answer that confirms whatever prejudice that they already have. Now, tell me, tell me how this works in the, um, in the investment world by way of illustration. Exactly, exactly. And then and just, and just lastly, before I get to sure. how confirmation bias affects investors, you know, there's a quote I wrote down here by, by Leo Tolstoy from one of his books, yep. and he wrote, the most difficult subjects can be explained to the most slow-witted man if he has not formed any idea of them already. Yep. But the simplest thing cannot be made clear to the most intelligent man if he is firmly persuaded that he knows already. You've got to read that again. A shadow, without a shadow of a doubt what is laid before him. You've got to say that again. You, know? you have to say that again, so, do. The most difficult subjects can be explained to the most slow-witted man if he has not formed any idea of them already. But the simplest thing cannot be made clear to the most intelligent man if he is firmly persuaded that he knows already without a shadow of a doubt, what is laid before him. You've got to tweet you got to tweet that or something. I, I don't know. You're I'll tweet yeah. <laughs> that. I really thought, I thought it was brilliant while I was researching the subject, and I really think it, it, it puts it well. That uh, uh, once you have decided on something, yeah. 
it'll take moving heaven and earth to convince you otherwise. But to tie it back to 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 the investment world yep. and why this is so so why this is so important to be aware of this of this of this bias confirmation bias. Mm. So confirmation bias can create problems for investors uh, because when they're researching an investment, someone might inadvertently look for information that supports his or her belief about the investment and fail to see information that presents different ideas. And the result of this is, is that it gives you a one-sided view of a, of a situation. You know, we always talk about the market, and it's called the market because there's a buy and a seller. Every time you have conviction about buying a stock, there's someone on the other side who's got as strong a conviction about selling it. And you have to assume that you're both rational and you're both intelligent. So confirmation bias can thus cause investors to make poor decisions, whether it's in a choice of investment or whether they should buy or sell an, invest, uh, uh, an investment. Mm. And this phenomenon, it's a, it's, a, it's a source of overconfidence and it helps explain actually why the bulls, people who are naturally always positive about the market, yeah. always tend to remain bullish, you know, and the bears always remain bearish, regardless of what is happening in the market. And confirmation bias helps explain why markets do not always behave rationally, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's human beings. So, so let me give you an example. Suppose you are an investor, and this is an, an example I found on, on Investopedia. It's a very great investment website. Mm. So suppose you're an investor and you hear a rumor that there's a company and it's on the verge of declaring bankruptcy. And based on this information, the investor will then consider selling the stock because you're like, well, this company is about to shut down. Mm. And when they go online to read the latest news about the company, mm. they are no longer objective. They don't type in on Google latest company news. Mm. Rather, they seek out and only read about the stories that confirm the likely bankruptcy scenario. Mm. They literally go on Google and they type, and they type out ABC company bankruptcy rumor. Mm. And the algorithm, what, what will it do? It'll only show you stories that confirm the viewpoint that you already have. You, 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 by doing this, you miss a story about perhaps a new product that the company has just launched that is expected to perform well and increase sales. You, mm. you miss the other side of the story. You miss it completely because what you've done because of confirmation bias, you've gone out and only seeked out information that confirms your preconceived view. So instead of holding the stock, the investor then sells, sells the stock at a substantial loss because they only went on one view and only seeked out information that confirmed that view. Lots of people asking you to please retweet that uh, quote and do lots of folks listening to the conversation right now. Interesting that confirmation bias can hide itself, can hide itself behind mm. the idea that we can see it. So in other words, <laughs> so in other words, the person who recognizes confirmation bias in another could themselves be a victim of confirmation bias. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. And it, it, it's it's a terrible loop um, effect going on there. Yeah? It's it, it, it's a horrible loop, and and like I say, it's 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 such a deep part of human nature because the complexity of confirmation bias arises partly from the fact that it's actually impossible to overcome it if you don't have an awareness of the concept. 
So if you're not even aware that such a thing as confirmation bias exists, yep. then it's, it's near impossible to overcome it. So even when you're shown evidence uh, that contradicts a biased view, we may still interpret it in a manner that reinforces our current perspective because that's how we wired. We read information to say, well, this statement, how does it tie into my existing belief and confirmation bias clouds our judgment. And this is why, and, and, and that's why I chose this topic and I want people to understand that with all the computers in the world, uh, in the world, with all the algorithms, with all the smart people that work in the investment world, the market will now and again just act irrationally. Yeah. Purely irrationally. And you're saying, but why is this happening? Because it's driven by sentiment. It, because the market is still, it's not run by robots. It's run by human beings. And no one is objective. And everyone, it even comes to investment style. There's different investment styles from growth to value to momentum. So when you are taught, this is how you invest. Typically, as you go through the investment world, you gravitate towards a style that that appeals to you, <laughs> that makes the most sense to you. Yeah. And then everything you do in the investment world will be governed by that style. So even yeah. an investment style can be seen as a confirmation bias. It's how you see yeah. the world. So, mm. so, so as you speak, my mind goes to the Twitter war that's taking place at the moment. So yeah. those that follow Helen Ziller will say, yeah, you know, all the problems that we have at the moment are because of black privilege. <laughs> and, yeah. and those that are listening to her will uh, look at the economic problems that we have at the moment and say, ah, it's white monopoly capital. So <laughs> I suppose, exactly. I suppose... Yeah. I suppose. And there's no great area. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. Here's the challenge for you as you listen to this conversation. I know that you understand what Bruce is talking about when he says when he talks about confirmation bias, and you can most certainly see it in somebody else. Can you see it in yourself? Give me a call. Can you? And, and let's go a little bit further. Can you see it in your economic? ideologies can you see it in your uh in your investment biases if indeed you are an investor or a potential investor can you see it because i think that we are only going to begin to overcome the effects of invest i mean uh, confirmation bias do not when we see it in others but when we see it in ourselves exactly and um you know it's a part of the world especially in, in uh, you see it a lot as well in politics, in that uh, you have a political view, someone will tweet a view that, that resonates with you, you will follow that person, yeah. and then Twitter or whatever will then suggest people that they are linked to or that they follow, and typically they follow those same people because they have a similar view. Yeah. And very quickly, you have a hundred followers yeah. or friends or, or society yeah. that is of the same view, yes. and then it's reinforcing, because every time you log into social media and you're saying, hashtag black privilege, hashtag white privilege, yes. you know, the people that are part of your community feel exactly the same way, yeah. and they keep reinforcing that view. So, And then your brain gets that, uh, that dopamine fix, which says, oh, so I'm correct. Yes. I'm actually correct, and this, I must hold this view, and I must not interrogate this view. Especially if you get a quick retweet and a quick follow, eh? Exactly. And, 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 you know, tying, tying it back to the investment world, we, we, we are, we, there's, there's, there's strict 
legislation and and obligation that's placed on us and investment managers to document and clearly identify and be able to defend our investment strategy, you know, whatever your selection process may be. But one of the key, key parts of developing an investment strategy is that at the end of this process, what is required of you as an investment manager is then uh, an, an additional obligation to go find someone out there who 100% disagrees with you. Yeah. 100% disagrees and has a contrary view to the investment stock that you've taken. And when you do that as an investor, you can learn so much. You can learn so much and see uh, holes in, in your strategy, see holes in your information, and just be open to so many things that you were not aware of, be it about a company or a stock or in, in anything in the investment world. So it's even a it's a it's a skill of life, I guess, that we can take sure, into our lives. Absolutely. So if if you feel so strongly about something, go find someone who disagrees with you and very politely, if at all possible, <laughs> you know, let's have an argument. Yeah. Because an argument doesn't mean that we hate each other. Sure. You know, we've 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 lost the the skill of, of conversation, of yes. conversating. Where we can, uh, where we can challenge each other. You know, there's a quote that I once read: "Is that intelligence is being able to debate an idea without necessarily accepting it." You're you're on fire. Yeah, hey, dude, you are on fire tonight, bro. I should I should, I should write huh? a book. Yeah. No, no, you should write a book. <laughs> you should tweet something, Chan. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay now all right but 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 listen i i, I yeah. i'm getting the sense that every week we discuss issues that have to do with investment mm. we, we're invariably talking about life we, we, we're talking about the attitudes that we need to have in order to be able to live as successful as life as possible that we do need to recognize our own prejudices in this particular conversation uh, with regards to confirmation biases is first recognize, oh, acknowledge that we have certain prejudices, recognize them, and seek more information in order to make more informed decisions that will give us success. Exactly. And be open to, you know, you have people that say, I strongly, you know, I, I meet people, you like, I strongly believe this, and this is why. And you give them, uh, I, I, I'll actually give you a very good example, using the word bias. Yeah. I, I once met someone, and we were talking about the, the term being biased, and they said to me, you can only be biased against something. And I said, well, that's not correct. You can be biased for or a gaze. Yeah. Bias is not necessarily a, a, a negative term. Sure. You know what I mean? If you bias for something, it means you're just in favor of sure. it. If you bias against, it means... You're biased! You're, bi- you're biased! They, 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 they <laughs> disagreed to me to the point where they started getting angry. Yeah. Like, I learned this in school. You're lying to me. You can only be biased against. Yeah. I said, what will it take to convince you that you can be biased for and against something? And they said, well, if you Google it, uh, it says that I will be. I Googled it in front of them and I said, Oh, there you, there you go. Bias for and against. They still didn't believe me. Yeah. They're like, You're lying. Yeah, yeah. And so, is, no, no, I, 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 I got to tell you, I deal with that kind of thing every night here on the show. 
uh, and uh, and let's be fair. I I also have uh, my own biases and prejudices, and uh, what do you call them? Uh, confirmation biases. But uh, what yeah. this process, this process of conversation of discussion, does is that it makes you a little more understanding of the fact that around every corner around every conceptual corner around every discussion there is probably a confirmation bias do what do people need to do in order for themselves to um to at least for a moment free themselves of confirmation bias i think one of the most important things is just being open to being wrong it's not. It's not a. It's not a judgment on your intelligence yeah. to be proven wrong. Yeah. And be open to the fact that if if someone presents you with new information, be open to changing your your opinion. Yes. Uh, and and that's really what I can say without really being a, a, a psychologist or anything like that. Yeah. I think it's just don't be offended by being wrong. Yeah. And be open to new to new information. And you said earlier that we're talking about investments, but it seems like we're talking about life. Yeah. That's because. Money is such an integral part of life, and it, it it truly angers me that it's not a part of the school curriculum, that people have to learn about money and what comes with money by trial and error, because that can have such a devastating effect on your whole life. You yeah, know, yeah. Enough, enough, enough mistakes with debt, and that could mean the rest of your life is, is horrendous. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and these are skills that can be taught. I know these things not because I'm I'm a genius or something like. It's because I was taught yeah, yeah, these things, yeah, and yeah. anyone can learn. Absolutely. Do you want to read that uh, quote again for us, um, do? I mean, people are like having sort of palpitations. Sure. Yeah, go for it. One last time, but 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 uh, I'll tweet it as well and, sure. and I'll tag you. Yeah. So uh, at Trust Fund Zulu, that's that's my handle. But uh, it says the most difficult subjects can be ex- explained to the most slow-witted man if he has not formed any idea of them already. But the simplest thing cannot be made clear to the most intelligent man if he is firmly persuaded that he knows already, without a shadow of a doubt, what is laid before him. Thank you very much. And by the way, how do people get a hold of you or follow you? Sure, on Twitter it's at Trust Fund Zulu. Or they can go to our site, lutulicapital.com, and it's got our full contact details. Thanks very much for that conversation, too. We'll speak next week. Always a pleasure. Hey, Taram. Tutuzi Lutuli, um, investment manager at Lutuli Capital. Yeah, some great truths there, hey?